From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Thursday, October 13th, 2022. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. A controversial resolution before the Ohio Board of Education that would reject President Joe Biden's amendment requiring schools to extend anti-discrimination protections to transgender students has still not been resolved. Many people from both sides of the argument spoke at yesterday's meeting. We can't be bringing in issues of sexual sexuality in the classroom. That's for the home. Please do not allow schools to rob us of our children. Resolution is ugly and offensive. Where's the respect and sensitivity for the mental health and emotional well-being of biological girls in sports? Last night, the state board voted to send the Title IX resolution to executive committee for more discussion. Board member Tim Miller proposed that move. The one common denominator that I hear from both sides, and both sides seem to be so far apart, is these kids exist, transgender kids exist, and we haven't had any kind of discussion on how we help those kids. And that's what we're supposed to be doing here. The resolution that board member Brendan Shea introduced lays out an unequivocal opposition to the Biden administration's proposal. I believe as education leaders in Ohio, this body must take a stand on one of the defining issues impacting education today. Ohio schools that go along with that resolution would face the risk of losing federal funding for their school lunch program. A 13-year-old boy was shot and killed on the west side of Columbus last night. ONN's Kiana Deitches has more. This is the 111th homicide in Columbus so far this year. Now, the shooting happened just before 6 Wednesday night, and police found the 13-year-old shot in the street on Wedgwood Drive. Medics took him to Doctors West Hospital, where he later died. The shooting happened not even an hour after families gathered to remember 15-year-old Lovely Kendricks, who police say was shot and killed Monday by an 18-year-old. I'm Kiana Deitches. Southeast of Columbus, a former high school basketball star is suing the Bloom Carroll School District in federal court. This case is tied to Chad Little, a former coach and athletic director in the district. He's facing four counts of sexual battery and has pleaded not guilty to all charges. The victim's attorney, Craig Tuttle, alleges district administrators were aware of concerns related to Little dating back to 2013 and did nothing to protect his client. She was significantly pressured by the coach to keep this quiet. Um, She was threatened with what would happen if this came out as far as what would happen to him, what would happen to her. Um, Unfortunately, there there was use of physical violence to coerce and and suppress her uh, will to either resist him or to report it to someone. There are multiple defendants named in the case from the school district to school board, superintendent, several administrators, the Ohio Department of Education, and Chad Little himself. A 22-year-old suburban Columbus man who authorities say identified as an involuntary celibate and plotted to kill women at an unnamed university in Ohio has pleaded guilty to a federal charge of attempting a hate crime. ONN's Dave James has more. Trey Jenko of Hilliard entered the plea yesterday in federal court in Cincinnati. He faces up to life in prison. Authorities say Jenko identified as an involuntary celibate or incel and interacted online with men who advocate for violence against women because they believe they're unjustly denied sexual or romantic attention. Jenko conducted surveillance at a university in Ohio in 2020 and wrote a document titled Isolated that he described as the writings of the deluded and homicidal. Dave James, I went in news. 
A trial date is set for the man accused of raping and impregnating a nine-year-old girl whose case became a lightning rod in the national abortion debate. ONN's Tracy Townsend has the story. Gerson Fuentes is charged with two counts of rape. Earlier this year, the child went to Indiana to get an abortion because the heartbeat law was in effect in Ohio at the time. The trial is expected to begin in January of 2023, but prosecutors say a plea deal discussion is happening at this time. I'm Tracy Townsend. An update on Ohio's abortion ban. Late yesterday, Ohio's attorney general filed an appeal of the ruling in Hamilton County that blocked the state's heartbeat bill. That law banned abortions after six weeks. Right now, abortions are legal in Ohio until 20 weeks. There's new information about the shooting at a Toledo high school football game last week. ONN's Amanda Fay has the story. Toledo leaders say the city is facing a crisis after the shooting at Whitmer's football game Friday night where three people were hurt. Mayor Wade Kapsikavich told us one of those three people was targeted, saying surveillance video shows two people getting out of a car and shooting when that person arrived. I'm Amanda Fay. The eight Akron police officers involved in the killing of Jalen Walker are back on the job. ONN's Maureen Kyle in Cleveland has more. Chief Steve Milet says the officers won't be on patrol but will be in, quote, non-uniform roles until the investigation is over. Milet says weeks of discussion between community members and police leadership led to this decision. We reached out to the attorneys for the Walker family who say, in part, the decision to reinstate these officers, even to desk duty, fails to take into account a pending investigation into their actions. And on behalf of the Walker family, we call on the city of Akron to do the right thing and place the officers back on leave until the investigation has been completed. Ohio BCI is handling the investigation. I'm Maureen Kyle. Cuyahoga County's council is putting plans for a new $26 million jail on hold until a new county executive is elected and in office. But many corrections officers say something needs to be done now. The Justice Center Executive Committee voted down a proposal for the new jail to be built on Transport Road in Cleveland. Some corrections officers say that retention is so bad at the current jail, it's leading to staffing shortages all across the board. Many are concerned about safety, not only for themselves, but for inmates as well. I've been there since 2005. Since 2005, I've never seen so many assaults. I've never seen so many shanks being made. Um, it's, it's just a dangerous environment. We have a bunch of people up here that's been in that facility for over 20 years. We really enjoyed our jobs. We felt safe. People don't feel safe coming to work anymore. I feel safer driving on the freeway backwards than I do coming to work most days, and that's being honest. The COs are calling for harsher consequences when inmates assault officers. The Cleveland Indians will have to wait until tomorrow afternoon for Game 2 of their best-of-five American League Division Series against the New York Yankees. Today's game was postponed due to bad weather. New York took Game 1 on Tuesday. And two men who won a fishing tournament in Cleveland are now facing criminal charges. ONN's Yolanda Harris explains. Two men accused of cheating fishermen in Cleveland now face criminal charges. Jacob Runyon and Chase Kaminsky are indicted on three felony charges and one misdemeanor. They are accused of placing lead balls in the fish they caught to make them weigh more, allowing them to win a competition. They were then caught and videos were uploaded online shaming them. I'm Yolanda Harris. Special thanks to our affiliates, WBNS-TV in Columbus, WTOL-TV in Toledo, and WKYC-TV in Cleveland for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.